Finally, in contrast to this emasculated, lame-ass mess, I offer my latest book, Pussification, The Effeminization of the American Male. How is that a book? How did somebody actually write that fucking book? (laughs) Which, by the way, hit number one on Amazon.com in gender studies. Hey everybody, this is the Utah Outcast. We are a very much uncensored and unabashedly atheist show coming at you from the great and spacious state of Utah via podcast and YouTube. We strive to bring you some news you missed, have some fun with real audio, and know so much more each week. For each topic we find funny, infuriating, or just plain newsworthy, we make sure to consume each with as much skepticism and as much irreverence as legally allowed by our church-run legislature. Ooh, we got something on them later. Uh, the panel for this week's show consists of my friends Kyle Steenblick and Felicia Antwistle. Sorry, I don't have a a clever little introduction for you guys this week. Uh, I'm Yex, and I'm your host. And before we give uh, thanks to the amazingly generous patrons who give this show keep the show chugging along each week, I wanted to let you guys know that if you want to get in contact with us, we're always available through our website, utahoutcast.com, or these various social media accounts we have. If you wanted to email us, do so via our various names at utahoutcast.com or, you know, the general box mailbag at utahoutcast.com. As for those patrons I was talking about, I'm happy to give the utmost thanks to Robert Jones, Dan, and Luis for their undying support of our show, and the greatest among our fans is Danny, who I feel like I should apologize there isn't a dick joke to be had this episode. Sorry, man. <laughs> but uh, don't assume that we don't care about the rest of you listeners out there just because the four of them give us cash. Oh, no, that's not the case at all. We love all of you for simply downloading the episode, but if you wanted to give a quick shout-out uh, and... Let's see. If you want to make a shout out but can't afford the patronage, just shoot us a five star review on iTunes or a subscribe on YouTube, and I'm sure we'll make it make it to we'll make sure to share it with everybody. Fuck, I'm having a hard time reading tonight. <laughs> so with that being said, let's get into our first segment. Fans know what's coming, but for the rest of you, it's time for News You Missed. And what a better way to start our show each week than to plunge headfirst in the news that the networks probably didn't pick up, or if they did, they definitely didn't come at it with our bias. Uh, the first one that we have up here is uh, Alabama Supreme Court Chief Justice Roy Moore, suspended for the remainder of his term. Yay! You guys remember this asshole? He was the, uh, the Supreme mm-hmm. Court Justice that was suspended for the remainder of his term for telling probate judges to defy federal orders regarding gay marriage. Oh, he doesn't exactly. understand how the law works. Very and well. Was he does elected he elected judge or was he one of those Scalia he's, a, he's an elected one. So oh, he, yeah. he, he had judge. been he had okay. been Absolutely removed yeah. from this yeah. post before for the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. For defying federal orders. This is the second time that he's been removed from it. And the first time the the people voted him back in, so he took it right. back over. Because it's Alabama. Yeah. And it says here for the uh, for these violations, Chief Justice Moore is hereby suspended from office without pay for the remainder of his term. The suspension is effective immediately, the order stated. The court found him guilty on all six charges of the violation of the canons of ju- judicial ethics. True. Not even an ethical judge. Fuck you, man. And the, uh, the the really good thing about this, people, and I didn't notice this because I didn't read it at first, is that uh, his his term is set to expire in 2019 and he will be 69 years old by then. And he will be ineligible to run for the seat again. Oh, there's the good news. There it is. Because I was like, he's just going to get elected again. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> but <laughs> the the thing is, he is filing an appeal. I don't know what he thinks it's going to do. He is. I didn't do nothing wrong. I'm going to appeal it. It's just like the, 
he doesn't understand the Constitution. He doesn't understand the nature of law. Mm-mm. I just quick shout out to Open Argument. Like oh, that's yeah. a great show. If you want to have a better understanding of the Constitution and law, excellent. I had Andrew as a friend on Facebook this week. Yay! He might be coming on. I don't know. We'll see what we can do. Uh, let's see. An advocate for GOP presidential nominee Donald Trump spent her time on MSNBC Saturday morning attempting to spin the avalanche of misogyny that pours out of Donald Trump's mouth with Hillary Clinton more polished comments, calling them apples to apples. So uh, it was appearing on the show AM Joy, which I don't watch enough MS- MSNBC to know that that's even a show. The founder um, of yeah. Latinas for Trump, Elena Garcia, was discussing Trump's ongoing problems with both women in the Latino community, uh, mm-hmm. especially over the the fat and slut shaming that we had uh, with the Alicia Machado, where he was calling her Miss Piggy, and you know the that was so calculated by the Hillary Clinton campaign. And I don't mean to like make this sound like it's less legitimate. It's not. They no. waited for that to come out. They mm-hmm. had it set up. They were going to drop that on him, and it was brilliant. And it's that was great, very because... well done. <laughs> Because, because it's true. Because it's all true. Yeah, it is. Well, she did gain some weight. That she, her, she was a beauty queen. She shouldn't be getting fat to begin with, or whatever the fuck the the apologists are doing for him. So, uh, Garcia said, "I try to cut through the fat and go straight to it." He's obviously a very transparent person, except for the fact he hasn't released his tax forms. But um, yeah. not even a little, or his medical history. I actually had somebody say that he addressed that in full. On no, Dr. Oz, he's not at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> Nixon uh, was actually the first president to release his tax returns, and he did it while under audit. Nixon! That mm-hmm. motherfucker. So, he has vulnerable moments. He's not the most politically correct person, she says. It's not that I'm justifying <laughs> him. I'm just explaining to you how I feel as I watch it. And so, the host uh, brought her back to Trump by talking about women, especially asking if she was a parent, if she felt comfortable with Trump's comments about women. She says, you're talking about conservative values, and I don't think it's apples to apples here because uh, I don't think Hillary Clinton has ever said anything like uh, like this one about women. I mean, we have him calling the journalist a C-word. No, he called her a cunt. So, yeah, he not a C-word. He, That's not the word he, used. he did not use the word. He did not say C-word. He called her cunt. Yes. And you have you said you have a 19-year-old son. If your son did that, would you approve? And she says, no, not at all. Not at all. He's had another type of upbringing. <laughs> Apologists. <laughs> but let's not forget, Joy. Also, some of the things that happened, the confrontations that Hillary has had. And she the host comes back to her, she's like, Has she made a comment of that kind? And the late the Garcia lady said, Um, not lately. She's referred to me as a deplorable, but I didn't take that personally because I'm not deplorable. Uh, calling someone a cunt mm. and calling someone a deplorable is not fucking apples to apples, Miss Garcia. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> no. sorry. Especially, no, no, especially in yeah, America. <laughs> so much baggage uh, assigned to the word cunt. And you guys, everyone who listens to our show knows I'm a fan. I love it's, a great, it's a great word. It really yeah. is. But I do it, feel like um, it's kind of like our word. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I, I'm not, I, and I don't want to say like men can't use that word, but I feel like there are times when like you just need to not use that word. <laughs> It, it, it's all about context. It certainly is. It certainly is. It's all about context and the accent you use. You cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's really very different. Oh, you cunt. Like, uh, it's like, very different. 
week on Facebook, and it was Facebook, it's not the real world, but some we people were like, post a more iconic trio than the Kardashian sisters, and so everyone was. I want to, I proudly say that several of us, me included, uh, posted the Sanderson sisters. Good one. Focus. Yes. Yeah. Focus anyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. I've watched that for the first time, actually, this year. God, I love that movie. First time. Um, so, I've never seen it before now. <laughs> so somebody posted Dixie Chicks, and this guy got on there, these anti-American cunts. And I was just like, and, and I was just like, oh, really? And they were like, chill it with the politics, guys. So I was like, okay, but he doesn't get to use the word cunt anymore. <laughs> and they were like, okay, fine. <laughs> well, since we're talking about Trump and cunts and everything like that, let's uh, let's talk about Mike Pence real quick. Oh, oh God, boy. that cunt. Yeah, he is a cunt. Yeah, so let me tell you, the, this is the. Yeah, this is a sad story about a guy named Keith Cooper, who has served ten years of a forty-year sentence after being misidentified. In two thousand eight, shooting victim Michael Kirshner and his mother Nona Canal filmed statements and admitted that they were wrong when they picked this guy out of a lineup. Oh this, no, no, the lineup is inherently flawed system. So anyway. this oh, no. came after new DNA evidence was found and a jail informant admitted he lied. So they asked investigators multiple times to see a lineup of potential suspects because she couldn't be sure that the person they picked was it. And the police detective promised her that they had the right guy and they didn't get to see another lineup. Oh no. So uh. Mike Pence is the Indiana governor, right? And so when this new evidence came to light, a judge in the case offered Cooper, the, the, the guy that's been in for 10 of a 40-year sentence, a deal if he agreed to be resentenced for the crime. By accepting the deal, he was granted time served from the 10 years, but still isn't found by a court to be considered innocent. So Cooper filed for a pardon request to the parole board, and they unanimously voted that, said that he should be pardoned and have his two felony charges taken off his criminal record. Agree. Yes, absolutely. But we that, know he's not guilty. Yes, but this relies on Mike Pence granting him clemency. Uh, and he would be the first person in the state's history to ever do so. Okay, go ahead. So Pence refused today. Well, actually, this was yesterday when I wrote this, saying it needs to stand out, uh, needs to stand out of Cooper's respect for the judicial process. This comes after a two year delay where Pence tried to claim that Cooper's paperwork wasn't in order. So. What? Yeah, so Cooper says, I'm tired of people judging me by that conviction, that uh, Department of Correction number. That's not who I am. Man, I, I know better than, than, than anyone else my own social security number. And so Pence's irrational decision was slammed by the South Bend Tribune saying that it defies reason. This is the vice president, guys. This is guy, the dude that's running for vice president. An innocent man who's had a decade of his life stolen from him by a flawed process shouldn't be advised to sit tight and wait a bit longer for the system to finally get it right, says the editorial. Every one of us feels that the sting of, of such injustice. Nothing can erase all that Keith Cooper has endured, but the next step couldn't be clearer, Mike Pence. Just issue the fucking pardon. That's me editorializing the editorial there. <laughs> so Cooper's attorneys think that Pence is trying to push off the decision on another governor since he's out the office as of January, which is typical governor bullshit we see this with mm -hmm. herbert all the fucking time you know i'm gonna give 400 million to education no i'm not <laughs> nope. yeah herbert thank you oh, fuck you oh, herbert. oh and um shocking guys keith cooper is a black man oh there you <gasps> go mm. amazing <laughs> you know what what's really sad i don't know how telling that is but i had already assumed that yeah i was like 
you know, Keith Cooper is not a particularly ethnic name. Like, no, no. Assume, no. But it turns out a lot of black people don't have those black sounding names, even though a lot of white people assume they do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, but just by the fact that he was wrongly convicted, which we have mm-hmm. statistics that show that most wrongly convicted uh, inmates and those on death row are usually black men. I went, yeah, by, by a pretty long shot. Yeah. That's a, by, by a pretty, pretty, pretty long. Yeah. Yeah, by a lot, by a lot. So the the attorney, Cooper's attorney, Elliot uh, Slozar, said that we are disappointed in the governor, Governor Pence's failure to provide justice to an innocent man. It is clear that he has punted the the petition to the next governor because it's an election season. And then Pence offices said back in a statement, it hasn't exactly made the final decision, but slammed Cooper's attorneys claiming that they need to do a better job. (laughs) <laughs> fucking can, assholes, can we, man. Can we call him? Can we call him a cunt now? <laughs> He's so cunty. It's not even funny. God damn it! <laughs> All right, and before we get to the the Trump roundup, because we haven't even got there yet, uh, <laughs> he, I can't believe he does all this shit in the span of a week. A fucking week, guys. So the the no, you know t- what? No, we need to do a Trump roundup because the media. They cover one thing and then they cover another thing and they cover nothing and it moves they don't on. They bring it back up. Yeah. Says something crazy. Yeah. No, we well, need to just, round up just, every week. Yeah. Every I, had, I had somebody. I had somebody refer to it as like if you step on a single nail, it's going to hurt, and if you step on a bed of nails, you don't notice it as much. You know. Yeah. Exactly. This, this is and true. so that's yeah. what we have with with Trump is he's a fucking bed of horrible, jagged, rusty nails that are just <laughs> dripping. Alien blood from the xenomorph body. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the mm-hmm. last little bit of news item that we have here before the Trump round, like I said, uh, back in July, there's a city in New Jersey called Roselle Park, mm-hmm. and they put up a display outside of their public library featuring a soldier kneeling in front of a Christian cross. <laughs> and it went up with the consent of the mayor, though there was some debate whether the library's trustees approved on it. So the a similar display was at the center of a lawsuit in Lake Elsinore, you know, not the beer company from Strange Brew, uh, in California a couple of years ago, leading to the city eventually changing the imagery, but not before paying a hefty fucking fine for wasting everybody's time, as we've noticed that this is the, what tends to happen with religious displays. So the a, uh, American Humanist Association sent a letter to the mayor warning him in August about the making the same mistake. And I'm not going to read the whole layer here, letter here. So anyway, uh, the secular reason put up this particular display. There was no reason for it. Uh, it was no homage to Christianity, no matter how you looked at it. And it's not the role of the government to endorse faith. Uh, but not only did the city not respond, they retroactively approved the display. So when the American Hum- Humanist Association finally <laughs> filed a lawsuit, because that's what they say, this letter is to let you know you're not in compliance. I'm gonna, we're going to the next step is a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And the Humanist Association loves to take money. They don't jump on cases that they know they're not going to win. <laughs> That's yeah, I mean, Andrew Seidel talks about this all the time. If you follow him on Twitter, he's like, we don't just pick cases that we might, you know, might lose. I mean, we, we pick the ones that are going to be slam dunks because we like to fill our coffers so we can move on to other things and yeah, have no, good projects to work on. That's, 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 that's common sense. Like, you don't. Yeah. You, you so, don't pick you don't pick a case that might not might not make it. Yeah. And so Roy Speckhart, the executive director of the American Humanist Association, said that the mayor and Roselle Park City Council had the opportunity to support the inclusive memorial that honors all who have served to defend our freedoms. Instead, they chose to favor only the Christian soldiers, ignoring the sacrifices made by our diverse veterans. Agreed. Uh, 
A cross displayed on government property approved by the mayor and borough council endorses religion in clear violation of the Establishment Clause of the First Amendment. And so, uh, the city's duty is to remain religiously neutral, to respect the rights of all citizens rather than promoting Christianity. And the lawsuit demands that the display be removed and seeks to forbid the borough from erecting similarly religious display in the future. And the council members can't say that they weren't warned. I mean, this is the, this is the mayor's big fucking mistake, but the council didn't stop mm-hmm. him even when they had a chance. So. And the funny thing is, I've got, I've got the, the, the thing in front of me right here. I'm looking at the, the image. Maybe I'll put it up for you guys. Maybe I won't. I don't know. We'll see. Um, it's a, uh, like, it's like one of those shitty silhouette cutouts that, like, you see, like, the cowboy yeah. leaning against the barn kind of thing. It's oh like somebody, somebody kneeling with, like, a, it's all silhouette. So there's, like, a hand holding a rifle and another hand holding the, the helmet as it's kneeling down in front of a shitty looking cross. All you would need to do is bend and break that little cross off and it'd be in it would be a fine monument, you know. You know, yeah. no, I'm really sick of this because the the right and the Christians love to co-op our military. They love to act like they speak for all of the military. I mean, I mean, how many people did you see who were like, well, Colin Kaepernick is disrespecting the flag. That's disrespecting our military. And then military I even in a threat I participated in, military people come in and they're like it's not offensive, but it's not that that that's what Americans do. <laughs> like yeah. Americans protest. No, I've, I've seen American some American fuck. I follow some is. uh some veteran Facebook pages because I got a lot of friends that are uh, ex military, and I I follow some of the stuff they're saying. And no, no, they want you to goose step. They want you to lockstep into the flag worship. They they there's a lot of people out there that I oh, fought. A whole lot of them are yeah yeah. I mean, yeah, we're, we're talking—we're talking veterans and military people. There's ones that have the good heads on their shoulders where they're not saying that, but then you have the ones where they are essentially as bad to me as you know Nazis back then. Why aren't you supporting the flag? Why aren't you supporting the country? You better do everything that we say. God, 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 God. You know. Oh yeah, those are those are people who think the military code of military code of conduct should apply to everybody. But but the thing is that um. The, not all service members are Christian, and not all service members feel that way about the cross. I mean, there are so many, so many service members from so many backgrounds, and it's just, it's just offensive when they're like, like when they use a symbol like that of the soldier kneeling at the cross. It is clearly saying that our military is Christian, and if our, and because we are such a militarized country. If our military is Christian, our country is Christian. That is the message that they're sending. And it's really disrespectful to not only all Americans who are not Christian, which is a fair number of us nowadays. um, It's also disrespectful to all the service members who aren't Christian. And there's there's plenty. There are plenty. Yeah. Yeah. What I would take issue most with with this particular monument what I take issue with is that it's really shitty looking. It's a really bad looking monument. Kyle must have just saw it on the on the yeah. show notes. It's terrible. <laughs> it's really shitty looking. And so, like, this I is mean, the it, cross that it, they're going to put themselves on and lose a lot of money. You know, I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. I don't understand any kind of worship of any kind. I don't understand cross worship. I don't understand flag worship. I'm I'm about as red blooded American as you can get, as, as I like to think. But I don't. Like I don't look at the flag and be like Sieg Heiling the fucking thing. I'm not. I'm not that in love with the idea of a flag. It's a fucking flag. It, it's not. It's a symbol. It means more than that. No, no. It's a flag, guys. 
And then you also have the people worshiping the cross and everything. It's like, that was the instrument of your God's destruction. Why the fuck are you worshiping it? You know? I don't get it either. I, do, I don't either. I don't know. I just think they should take it down because it's really it's shitty looking. looking. God, it's horrible. Well, I mean, the, the silhouette, the silhouette of the guy, his proportions are way off. <laughs> it's He's obviously somebody. Arm, it looks like an arm that that's. I I don't know what's wrong with his arms. He's got one that's way too short. You had what? What you had here is somebody that made a silhouette based off of a copy of another silhouette that was. It's like washed out. It's like it's like really terribly done. Like they obviously mm-hmm. they either didn't have a good enough light source when they were doing the silhouette thing. I don't know. It just looks really bad. So anyway, the Trump roundup that we need to get to. One kid. They just got the one kid. The one guy whose kid knows how to do Photoshop. Like fifteen, and he's really good at cyber. <laughs> he's good. At cyber. And he pulled out the Photoshop and did it. That's- oh man! As we listened to the debate, and we didn't get to that when we were listening to it, Kyle, when we did the show. This oh no, week. no, yeah. But with the the four chan crowd turned on trump immediately when he made the 400 pound guy sitting on his bed hacking thing i i'm sure he did i'm sure they did as soon as i heard that as i was listening to the debate live as it was going on i'm like ooh, 4chan's not gonna like that i'm like slash poll isn't gonna like that one at all (laughs) so anonymous got fucking mad so expect doc jumps doc dumps on trump here pretty soon so speaking of which somebody found a tax return from trump from 1995 Oh, yes, they did. Yeah. And apparently he is he posted a nine hundred and sixteen million dollar loss on his nineteen ninety five tax income. Mm -hmm. And he's that has allowed him to avoid paying federal income taxes for up to 18 years. He just funnels it all to his foundation. Well, he doesn't give any money to his foundation. He just he just everything he buys. He just buys shit through his foundation nowadays. Well, it just it really annoys me that everybody's like, well, he paid taxes and other things. He paid this tax. He paid that tax. I'm like, all Americans are paying those fucking taxes, you asshole. But we're also paying income tax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what we want him to pay, income tax. Well, he paid payroll tax. No, that was his company. That wasn't him. That was his company. No. Yeah. You, yeah, but that's not him. What the no. shit? Payroll tax? Well, the, they're, they're talking about all this stuff because they think they can't separate Trump from the business. Like, Trump could be dead, like, for 30 years now, and it'd still be Trump whatever withholdings or international mm-hmm. like of you could separate the name from the fucking bi- the person from the business you know well, there, he could be, he could lose every penny that he fucking has and never be on tv never be he could be a pauper for the rest of his life and the company would still be called trump <laughs> yeah that's a thing because it's a brand it's it's not just him and that's the problem is that you're having too many people tying a brand with a mm-hmm. person that's disgusting uh let's Wait, see what yeah, that's all his business is. It's yeah. just his his trademark brand, his name. He trademarked his name, basically. So, what mm-hmm. do you guys? What are you guys normally doing at like three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> well, I I send out racist tweets. Oh no, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, it depends on how shitty I'm sleeping that night, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Not racist tweets, but you know. On the 30th of September, Donald Trump decided it was a good idea to send out tweets at like 3.19 in the morning and 3.30 in the morning. The first one saying, using Alicia M. in the debate as a paragon of virtue just shows that crooked Hillary suffered from bad judgment. Hillary was set up by a con. And then like Uh 11 minutes later, she said, 
Did Crooked Hillary help such disgusting, and in parentheses, check out sex tape and past <laughs> Alicia M. become a U.S. citizen so she could use her in the debate? Um, okay, so let's, <laughs> let's say Alicia Machado did have a sex tape. So, so did Kim Kardashian. What? Nobody yeah. fucking cares. So what? So what? Nobody, yeah, nobody cares. Uh, well, and Trump has been was featured in Playboy videos. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, one of his wives—I don't remember which one—he pushed her to do a, play, a Playboy spread. She didn't want to. He pushed her. He's that much of a misogynist. <laughs> um, he would date his own daughter. Yeah, uh, yeah. We've heard that one. Yep. Oh, he had so to, creepy. He had to promise God, his daughter that he would never date anyone younger than her. So they both have fucking hangups. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I'm really uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I, it's very uncomfortable. So, and the the last little bit of a uh, why the fuck is Trump still running for president thing that we have here? Uh, Trump seems to think that Hillary has cheated on Bill. So the guy that's been I married, the guy that's been married three fuck. times is trying to lecture somebody that has stayed married and worked through their bullshit. He's had known affairs. Oh, and he had to plead the fifth 97 times at one at one of them to admit that he wasn't Mm -hmm. having an affair. I know. And, you know, Mm -hmm. when he talked about how, oh, well, uh, Hillary Clinton's uh, uh, people that worked for her, they had to they had to plead the fifth so that they wouldn't get convicted for something. I'm like, yeah, that's what pleading the fifth is there for. So you don't have to convict Mm -hmm. yourself, you dummy. Yeah, that's yeah. Therefore, that's not that's not an indictment of the American justice system. That's a benefit of it. That's, that's a, a, it is the fucking it is. Fifth it just, Amendment, just, <laughs> right? You and just because right. just you because you take yourself. it, I know. Just because you take the fifth doesn't mean you even did anything wrong. No, it just means that they can't use your own words against you should you not use them. Right. What? <laughs> and so finally, I just want to give you the quote that he said about Hillary cheating on Bill. I don't even think she's loyal to Bill, to tell you the truth. And why should she be, right? Why should she be? I don't know. She only because, built his political career. And, you know, as much as I may think it's the world and means everything to me, my whole life doesn't equate to getting my dick wet. It, that's, it really doesn't. You know? I know. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, no. Oh, no, 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 no. yeah. Don't no. lie to you. Don't let Willie. Might be off topic, but I'm voting for Trump. No, no you're not. not. <laughs> <laughs> the the chance in hell that he wins. Uh, see, right now she can't really blame me for anything or get angry at me for anything. So I kind of want her to be able to have an outlet for all the <laughs> a fraction of a fraction of a percentage of my vote. I it's for the stories. I, really love, the I love you. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Beefcake, everybody. Beefcake. <laughs> okay, we're going to go ahead and jump to our first break. We got to kind of move a little along here. We uh, we have a short show for you guys this week because I have a weird fucking wonky work schedule. So anyway, this Yay. is the Cast. This is Kyle, Felicia, and X. We will be right back. Hi, this is Dan, Ryan, and Matt with the Godless Revolution podcast. We've had a lot of great guests on this show, such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Mesner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen, because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. 
listen to the Godless Revolution podcast. Okay, so we're back from our break, and we're going to jump into our monthly segment that we haven't done for you guys in a, about a month. That's what monthly means, you fucking idiot. God. Uh, anyway, this is the Atheist Decalogue, and uh, today we have the top ten times that the good book has had some serious evil in it. AKA, AKA 10 times God has been a real dick to humankind in the Bible. So in no particular order, let's go ahead and get started with the first one that we have here. God kills 14,000 people for complaining that God keeps killing them. Well, you know, it's a fair complaint. I mean, if you kill all the people complaining, they can't complain anymore. So, Quit killing us, God. Seriously. So in numbers, numbers 16, 41 through 49, the Israelites complain that God is killing too many of them. So God sends a plague that kills 14,000 more of them. (laughs) Oh, my God. Let that be a lesson to you. I'm an asshole. He's an asshole. (laughs) Is Trump the Messiah? Uh, I heard a... Listen to Cognitive Dissonance this last week. They had Eli Bosnick on to try to help translate the guy's Yiddish. That was amazing. It was, <laughs> it was so fantastic. great. And My so, favorite part was when he said that Jews have two hearts. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> <laughs> I love Eli. Uh, let's see. Number, yeah, but the, anyway, there was a guy on that tried to say that Trump is the, like, the Goyim Messiah. He is. Yeah. <laughs> And that Hitler was a messiah. Well, he was. He was Satan's messiah. Yeah. <laughs> but they say it with that weird Yiddish Yisatan. Trump's <laughs> policies and God's policies. Yeah, they're going to match up pretty don't well. Don't agree with me. How about a how about a tribe that was slaughtered and their virgins raped for not showing up at roll call? <laughs> In Judges twenty one one through twenty three, a tribe of Israelites misses roll call. So the other Israelites kill them, except for the virgins, which oh, they, of they, of course, take for themselves. And s- oh, mm, mm, still mm. not happy they with that, all the, all the killing and the raping. They hide in vineyards, and they pounce on dancing women from Shiloh to take them for themselves. So they, they, they murder, okay. they rape, they pillage, and then they rape and murder some more. <laughs> hey, okay, just that, that take them for themselves. And God does <laughs> totally advocate for this. Keep them oh, yeah. like it's like in the Bible, they are inherently objects, like commodities that yep. can be stolen and mm-hmm. conquered. Like not conquered, I'm sorry, stolen and taken and owned. Like literally. Well, and you know the 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 part where it says that you know you could beat your slaves as long as they they were they get up within a day or two or something like that. <laughs> I don't remember the but exact. I, what I don't get is what is what is their fa- what is the fascination with virgins. Oh, it's because if what? you impregnate them, you know it's theirs. Like you know it's yours. Like if you're a male and you impregnate a virgin, then you know it's your baby. But the thing about females is that they're free agents with you know their own determinations. Sometimes they can have multiple partners at the same time. Oh well, then let's uh, let's yeah. get to this other horrible one that treats women terribly: a concubine raped and dismembered. <laughs> yeah, oh, I have boy. to laugh because it's fucking terrible. So in Judges, another fucking part of that terrible book. This one's a couple of chapters ahead of uh, behind that one. 19, 22 through 29. A mob demands to rape a godly master's guest. The master offers his daughter and a concubine to them instead. Oh, God. They take the concubine and gang rape her all night. 
The master finds her on his doorstep in the next morning, cuts her into 12 pieces, and ships the pieces around the country. Why? <laughs> this is in their Bible, people. This is <laughs> what a dick that thinks that's okay. Yeah, that's my boy. Pow. You know, bro fist did that. God's doing this with his master or whatever, the godly master's guest. The okay, God how about, uh, what? That was my godly, godly, oh, okay. godly master. Sorry. Yeah, God threatens uh, forced cannibalism. How about this one? <laughs> this one fits up right at the atheist alley kind of right here. Uh, in Leviticus 26, 27 through 29, and Jeremiah 19, 9, God threatens to punish Israelites by making them eat their own children. In two places, in two places, it says this shit. I'm such a and good and justly person. Came from. I'm such a good and just. Everything I do Jesus. and say is right. Eat your fucking kids. It sounds like a bully that's like, eat your hair. You know? No, okay, you know what? To anyone who's like, we don't know God's plan, and yeah, make this work in God's plan. Serious. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. There is never any justification to forcing uh -uh. someone to eat their own goddamn children. That's not a thing. There's because I don't. Okay, well, hang on. They'll eventually be forgotten, and then it was just cruel for the sake of cruelty. Like it, 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 that doesn't make any sense ever. Well, maybe ever. God, maybe God's plans are so mysterious that He Himself cannot understand them. But that oh, maybe, maybe we're sense. just getting it out of context. So here, here's the uh, here's the quote entirely. Here, oh. if in spite of this you still do not listen to me, but continue to be hostile towards me, then in my anger I will be hostile towards you. This is God saying, either you're with me or against me, pretty much. And I myself, my, God himself, will punish you for your sins seven times over. And then the next verse, you will eat the flesh of your sons and the flesh of your daughters. That is your God. <laughs> Go ahead and justify how good of a person he is and everything he says and does is right. Fuck you people that believe this shit. I just, and this is the, this is from Jeremiah. I will make them eat the flesh of their sons and daughters and they will eat one another's flesh because their enemies will press the siege so hard against them to destroy them. So, okay, X, I gotta, I gotta <sighs> walk you back a second. Yeah. Fuck you people that believe this shit. Just walk it back a second because, um, people don't believe that part. Okay? Oh, no. They, like, yeah, they cherry pick. They, they don't yeah, remember this yeah. line. No. Like, rational people don't. Yeah. They don't believe that part. They, they, there's the cognitive dissonance and the justification and mm -hmm. uh, what is it, cognitive biases, where they just kind of their brain just deletes that part. Yeah, but it does. Like we all yep. do it. Yeah, indeed. the The next one that we have here is not something that actually happened. I mean, none of this shit really happened. But uh, <laughs> in Revelation, God's got a lot of stuff He's got planned that's going to happen to humanity yeah. when stuff starts <laughs> going on. So, uh. When when the end of time starts to happen, God will make horse-like locusts with human heads and scorpion tails. I saw that movie. Yeah, I, I saw that Was movie too. Was this the scorpion with the the rock? The you know yeah the, yeah <laughs> with the, the, the yeah we're we're going to be plagued by shoot. by yeah yeah Yay. it's going to be and, we're going to be plagued by Dwayne Johnson scorpions. And so they, these uh, scorpion-tailed, human-headed, horse-like locusts will torture people for five months. I think I torture them like, stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself. Uh, and so then this says, then some angels will kill a third of the Earth's population. Okay. Okay, so why are we picking okay. the angel side then? That's a good thing to be killed <laughs> for the for God, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. 
Why are we picking? Okay, so one side's torturing us, but not killing us, apparently. And the other yeah. side's going to kill a third of us? Yeah, they're like, going to kill us. I'm sorry, I'll go with the, tw- the the five months of torture. But wait, it's not even the other side, because that's God making the scorpions. Scorpion human things as well. Yeah. yeah. So why are we on his side? I, I don't I don't know. I, I'm not on his side. Nope. Hypothetical. It wasn't. It wasn't literal. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's see. We have uh, God kills fifty thousand people for their curiosity. In First Samuel six nineteen, God kills fifty thousand men for peeking into the Ark of the Covenant. You would think that they would stop. You know. Did anybody, has anybody here ever seen the movie Mom and Dad Save the World? No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you remember the light grenade that they had where, like, it was a grenade that says, pick me up? Mm-hmm. And the people were so stupid. Every time they picked up the grenade, they made the person disintegrate, and the next person would come up, and they'd pick it up, and they'd disintegrate. It was this really mm-hmm. stupid fucking part of the movie. But that's what I think of, like, this Ark of the Covenant thing. Oh, what's behind this wall? And they peek over, and then they die, and there's just a body on the ground. The next person goes, oh, what's over there? I wonder what could be over there. <laughs> you think after, like, 49,000 fucking people dying, that someone would be like, no, I'm not going to look. I'm I'm not that curious. <laughs> but the thing is that the th- they're saying that this could be a translation error. And if your translation error, you know, can negate 50,000, you've got a shitty language. Uh, Let me tell you what. Yeah. Because they're saying That's... that the translations count only 70 deaths. But they admit that the best and mm-hmm. earliest manuscripts put the number at 50,070. It's an oddly strange like exact number. That's a strange discrepancy. That is a very weird one. So, uh, how about, um, well, we knew about this one from the, the Noah days from Genesis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God drowning the whole earth, you know, yeah. men, women, Shit. children, fetuses, unicorns, dinosaurs, puppies, puppies all of them. So, mm-hmm. and then, uh, only a single family survives. And in Matthew 24, 37 to 42, uh, gentle Jesus approves of this genocide. Oh, and yeah. he plans to repeat it when he returns. Uh, the whole flood thing is just a really shitty way to kill people too. Yeah, it's considering terrible. considering how many people had boats at that time. Well, well just think of the property damage too. Well, yeah. What about the property I, damage? I back to, so why not just poof them dead? Why flood everything? Like, what's the difference? Yep. Maybe the earth was really, really dirty. <laughs> Have you seen <laughs> after a flood? Not clean. Nope. No, not really. Let's see. Uh, we know. have uh how about the God killing the Egyptian army, which totally didn't fucking happen with, with Exodus mm-hmm. happening. Where uh oh, yeah. <laughs> in Exodus fourteen twenty eight, God kills you or the boss kills you, essentially is what it says, because Pharaoh sends his troops to go follow the fucking Israelites escaping through the the channel that happened when the Red Sea got parted, bullshit. Even and, the Egyptians never cared what religion their slaves were. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they they didn't use them to build pyramids, and there weren't. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. This this and, really and didn't happen. And the slave happen. class in Egypt was actually a higher class than the poor. Mm, you know, the, fuck, fuck having details and knowledge about this stuff. They don't care about <laughs> that stuff. No, I know they have like they have like evidence that the slaves got medical treatment, like medical treatment. They had brains, yeah. and it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they weren't. They and weren't. The, they weren't like incredibly well taken care of. But you know, 
they were paid, they were fed, they were cared for. They, they had work. They got <laughs> here. Yeah. They I'm had work. Saying, like, had this a craft. isn't like slavery <laughs> apologetics. This is yeah, just no, analyzing <laughs> classes no. throughout history. And yes, they technically right. were owned by the pharaoh. Right. But, but, they, but, but they were also they were also compensated not just yeah. like in housing and, and to put it in put it in modern food, terms but would you like to be one of the people that's waiting at the bottom of uh, uh immortan joe's thing waiting for water to come down or would you rather be a concubine or one of the milkmaids you know <laughs> there we go i'll take that so how about the last one that we have here is three thousand were crushed to death in judges 16 27 through 30 as God gives Samson strength enough to bring down a building. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to crush 3,000 members of a rival tribe. Just, the whole story of Samson is fucking amazing. If you start, if you read it, like he, <laughs> he makes a bet about how many articles of clothing he can like deliver to somebody and ends up killing everybody to get their clothes kind of stuff. Samson was not a good guy. It's, it's a terrible fucking story. And to think. People sell the tell this shit to their kids. I just I don't. Yeah, get no. It. Samson, Samson was a dick. I don't. No, because yeah. some woman made him lose his yes, power. Fucking woman. women. <laughs> always fucking woman in that book. Like every time a woman is up, she's evil. Uppity, fucking uppity, uppity women. Uppity women. Okay, so we're gonna move along. Going into feel fun with real audio. We will be right back. Do you know where Saskatchewan is? Probably not. It's in Canada. If you do, you might know a city named Regina. In Regina, there's a studio. And in that studio, there are, at least once a month, a bunch of skeptical atheist geeks and goofballs who get together to do a podcast. We are the Brainstorm Crew, and we're trying to help spread a bit of reason and critical thinking while still having fun. Never taking things too seriously, but still not accepting everything we're told, we go through different topics, exploring them in depth, and often disagreeing. We try to stick to provable facts, and we never trust a myth. That's why we say we're woo-free since 2013. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker under Brainstorm. Or check out our website, brainstormblog.net. I can't promise you'll always agree with us, but I can promise you'll have fun listening to us. Okay, we're back, and we're jumping into fun with real audio. Uh, we're going to make these kind of... I picked really short clips this week because of the time constraint that's going on. Sorry, sorry to make you guys have a shorter episode this week, but you did get like an extra three hours with us last week. Yeah, you did. Just go back and listen to the debate again. You'll love it. Uh, anyway, Gordon <laughs> Klingenschmidt. Good old Gordo. Uh, oh, who wants to Gordon. talk to us about, you know, you know, ABC, the, the American Broadcasting Corporation or whatever the fuck it stands for. Yeah, you know, the people who Disney. brought you Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and Daredevil. And those guys. Yeah, hopefully in Immort Immortals. <laughs> oh, yeah. Coming. Yeah. <laughs> new tv series it's about a pastor who comes out of the closet as a homosexual minister <laughs> of a megachurch yes again you know person like claiming things, to follow like, jesus like who devolves into sodomy and therefore abc news is defaming and attacking the true church by mocking the bible and even mocking pastors who denounce homosexuality I yeah, will cool. mock you to the end of my which, days, Gordon Klingensmith. So which which church are they mocking exactly? I will find you and stick my finger up your asshole, and you will like it. <laughs> yes, yes, you will. Because Wait, that might everybody be like everybody like <laughs> hashtag hashtag yeah. Why did God destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? Because of the sin of homosexuality. No, no 
Because they lusted men for men rather than for women. Nope. No, wasn't it having to do with like turning over angels and stuff and yeah, 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 no, the, yeah. The, the townspeople wanted to rape the angels, and God sent them in to see if they could find one righteous man, and they did, Lot. Um, and Lot, to prove his righteousness, offered his daughters, daughters instead of the angels. Instead yeah. of the angels to be raped. Mm-hmm. And um, then they they said no. The townspeople said no, we want to rape them. And the let angels. Let us know them. <laughs> yeah, let us know them. Because the Bible equates rape and sex constantly. And uh, then they, the angels ran them out of the city. And then Lot's wife looked back. And she got turned to a pillar of salt. And then Lot and his daughters hid in a cave where his daughters date raped him. Ta-da! Yep. Ta-da! <laughs> That's why it was destroyed. Because there was the one righteous man who offered his daughters for rape. And they ended up raping him. They got so, out of this such a so good guy. righteous man. The righteous man. Offered his own daughters for rape. Such a good story. Yeah, no. This yeah, was no, such no, a it was, act. They were so aggressive about it that the Bible says they were an abomination to the Lord your God. So, if you're a pastor of a megachurch and you don't believe the Bible, beware. You're bringing sodomy and maybe the consequences thereof upon America. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't, I really hate to be the bearer of I'm bad bringing news, sodomy with me. <laughs> sodomy has been around for quite a while. Yeah, it's going Gay, on. Straight, and... bi, trans, we all like sodomy. Everybody likes sodomy. I think all still kind of here. Blowjobs are neat. Yes, never they are. Never, I've never lived in a house that burned down. No, I'm not turning into a pillar of salt as I'm doing this. <laughs> I am looking around. I'm looking at my partner in sodomy. Like, right there. Your partner mm-hmm. in sodomy. Partner in sodomy. <laughs> Get that and on the ring, not, Anna. Right in Elvish. Neither, <laughs> neither you turn into salt. Still nope. not salt. Just check. Nope. Still not salt. I want to get a little. Let's, let's make a little series salty, of rings. but not salt. Let's make, hey. a, let's make a series of rings that says "Partners in Sodomy and Elvish." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure oh there's God. a nerd out there that could translate it for us. That's what I want engraved on a wedding ring: "Partners in Sodomy." <laughs> yeah. High five, Brofist. All right, next up we have David Barton, who wants to. Uh, Talk about the the founding fathers. And just wait till you hear what he says. It's going to drive you fucking insane. Oh, I hate yeah. David Barton so goddamn much. I'm really glad to have you, David, because we're facing probably the most it important. Kind of looks like a white Uncle Phil from Lifetime. Do you agree with that? Fresh by Prince Bel Air. This is the most important election of our lifetime. They Without all are. Getting into the specifics about the candidates, I want you to talk about what we can learn about leadership from the Hebrew scriptures. One of the things you learn from the well, there's a lot you can learn from leadership. I mean, nope. the founding fathers found the Bible extremely useful. No. Um, political no. scientists have documented that the single most cited source in the founding era, they checked 20,000 writings, the single most cited source was the Bible. No, you're no, wrong. Political no. sources no. And, and sources that are the Bible as the source of what they did. Um, nope. I, I can show you no, clause after clause in the Constitution so nope, where they nope. use the exact language of the Bible in the Constitution. It's just that we're so biblically literate no, today, we don't not. recognize that in the Constitution. Wow. <laughs> mm. 
Are you trying to tell me they did a Joseph Smith with the Bible to make the Constitution? You're fucking wrong. <laughs> you are so very wrong, David Thomas, Martin. Thomas Jefferson stuck a Bible in but a hat. They, but they didn't cite sources back then. They no, didn't, they didn't cite sources. Like, I mean, everyone stole everyone's shit. I mean, our, our national <laughs> anthem, which is apparently remarkably racist in the third verse. Um, <laughs> also a drinking song. It was a yeah. British drinking was song. Drinking everyone stole song. everyone's shit back then. That's what we did. Oh, but he I wrote it while he was in the tower. Really, like, worry about it. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else Damn to it. say with with, they, is, with something well, this the, dumb. You know, that is is well so incredibly dumb. You can check it. It's so easy to check. Does know. any of the text in the Constitution match up with any text in the Bible? No, no it does well, not. Wait, it uses no. the word "the" right here. Uses he the word yeah. "the." <laughs> I mean, we can we can easily tie the writing styles or the references that they make to other uh, revolutionary sources at the time, uh, concepts in democracy and freedom. They cited the Greeks. They cited the Apaches. Yeah, these um, are not those are not, those are not uh, ideas and concepts that are that are in the Bible alone. No, well, democracy the is not in the Bible. No, democracy no, 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 not at all. On the Bible. Oh, not at all. No, no but the Bible is pretty anti-democracy. But I mean, quick side note: I, it really pisses me off when people tell us what the Native Americans have contributed to their our country, and they mm. say popcorn. That pisses me off. Wow. Um, <laughs> that happened in my college diversity class. Okay, they were like Native <laughs> Americans gave us popcorn. I was like, what? I, mean, I, I would choke a bitch for saying some them. shit like I that. Raise my hand and stop them. And the diversity <laughs> teacher let me. I go. Actually, large swath of our inspiration for our form of democracy was actually adopted from the Apaches. In fact, the reason that there was the the Boston Tea Party, they dressed up as Apaches, was because they were emulating. They weren't disguising themselves. No, it wasn't a good disguise. Okay, like no. they were emulating. The concept of freedom that the Apaches shared. In fact, if you go back to our records, the Apaches were considered one of the five civilized tribes of the New World. Like, <laughs> the, like there was this like fascination with the way the Apaches did things and their concept of trade and leadership. So quit citing the fucking Bible. We can start citing the goddamn natives. <laughs> and Fuck you, David Parton. For real, Fuck man. <laughs> You don't know anything about ancient writings. Your your no. PhDs in history. No, you don't have a no, fucking doctor not. in history. You don't. You're just saying shit, and they're gonna just gonna keep buying the shit that you keep saying, and it fucking makes mm. me so mad. I hate these people. Yes, oh my God. I hate them. Hate them all. <laughs> all right, that's it for David Barton. We have Pat Robertson now, who's bringing up something I saw on a chick track recently. <laughs> they made a movie based on this chick track also. This is a viewer who says, my husband's been playing an online game with other people, and the game includes elements of witchcraft. He doesn't think it's bad, but since he started playing the game, my daughters and I have witnessed really weird things happening in our home. We've weird anointed things. the house. How do I pray for my husband, and how do I convince him that he's bringing bad things into our home? He gets angry when I bring it up. Well, I think you need to get a, a senior person. Maybe you can find a minister or some trusted advisor who tell him this is a problem. There was a game called the, the, drag, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> the people got into, they got into role playing. The next thing you know, they were in a fantasy world that really captured them. So it no. is demonic. Demons are out to destroy you. 
And your husband needs to understand that. <laughs> how, come, how come none of really? this happens in Atheist House? Like, I dragons. I've played fantasy video games, and never anything demonic has ever showed up in my house. No, no, no. I played Shadowrun a lot, and all that ever made me want to do is go live in Seattle. That's all that ever did for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually, Dungeons and Dragons is way more fun than actually living in the Dark Ages. Yeah, it is. Yeah, RPGs Although, are fucking just, rad. I don't care what yeah, anybody says. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the craziest thing that ever happened from, as that result uh, was a direct result of playing Dungeons and Dragons is uh, somebody getting way too drunk and running through a vinyl fence. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah, that Wait, was that I was pretty that. Or if your name is Will Byers, you get stuck in the under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, <laughs> but it, it, I've had those moments in Dungeons and Dragons where you're so involved in the role play that like you're like high five when you get the bad guy. Oh and yeah. That's the craziest shit that's ever happened to me is like you get really <laughs> pumped up in the story. I've had story. I had a gun pulled on me from playing Street Fighter. So Dungeons and Dragons what? versus fighting games, you know, I <laughs> I'll, I'll save that story for another time. <laughs> were, were you button mashing? Okay, okay, I'll were give you, you I'll give you the story you now. I'll give everybody the story actually, now. So yeah, yeah, this so is like, this is when that hanging. No, this is when like uh the home ports of games were starting to get better than or as good as the arcade version of them. And so mm-hmm. they came out with like Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo whatever the mm-hmm. fuck it was on Super Nintendo. I rented it because that's what you used to do. You didn't have the money to buy these fucking things. They were like yeah, 70 bucks, no, man. Please. <laughs> You wind up eventually spending like 200 bucks just renting it over and over again. Yeah, no shit. So go ahead and rent it. And I take it over to a friend's house who I was like, oh, he's never played this board. He'll, he'll enjoy this game. This kid was kind of weird to begin with. But and I practiced a lot in Street Fighter. That's still like one of my big things. Like if I, I want to get an arcade cabinet down here just so I could play these things again, because like I had the I had like a 12 streak win at fucking Weber State University at the Union Building. I'd do that besides going to class and shit. I just used to waste so much fucking time and money doing this stuff. So anyway, I was really good at this game. And he was really terrible. To the point where I was using like my D to E class like, you know, people I don't normally play with like Dalsim. Like nobody fucking wants to use the yoga guy. No, he's terrible. (laughs) And I'm not even using like the hard attacks. You know, you have light, medium and hard and I'm using all light attacks and I'm just jabbing this guy to death. And he starts getting so mad because I'm not even trying. I'm just beating the shit out of this guy. And it got to be like 16 to nothing or something. And he's like, hang on, I'll be right back. Goes out of his room. And I'm like, the fuck is he going on? He's probably pissed. And so he goes in the other room, grabs his dad's shotgun and comes back into the room Whoa! and says, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> he threatened me with a fucking shotgun. <laughs> I once get, uh, had a kid grab my finger and threatened to break my hand if I didn't give up my turn on Grand Theft Auto. This sounds like some shit my kids do right now with Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, when I, then when I brought it up to the parents, they're like, well, you're not good at it anyway. Like, well, this is my um, step, my evil stepdad. He's like, well, if you're not good at it, just let him have it. Like, he, this kid grabbed mm. my hand and twisted it back till I screamed because he wanted to play. Like, and then, yeah, like, yeah. the adult authority was like, yeah, it's fine. Fuck. <laughs> so, um, not as bad as a shotgun, but no. there are, and I'm not blaming the video game take. I'm blaming the people who are mm-hmm. like, they can't handle Losing. anyone. Oh, yeah. Anybody <laughs> can handle. 
existing uh-huh. outside their spectrum. <laughs> I when I lived in uh, Arkansas and Louisiana, we, there were some sketchy part of towns, and so I mean, you'd go to the mall, and and that's where you know everybody's allowed to go to the mall. It's it's Switzerland. Uh, you go to the mall and you start playing in the arcade. This is back when we had arcades, people. That used to be a special part of the mall where they had video games that you could play. And they weren't ticket games. They were actual video games you could play. And so I'd start playing Mortal Kombat and some guy wearing obvious gang colors, you know, came up to came up and started playing against me. And I'm like, I'm going to lose. I'm not going to win this match. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was a chubby white kid, like living in the fucking middle of fucking pine bluff arkansas and it's just like i was like i'm not gonna get my ass beat over a fighting game today no thank you (laughs) (laughs) because i was good at fighting games and the way i would beat people is i would humiliate the fuck out of them (laughs) i wouldn't be like i wouldn't be braggadocious about it there's that word (laughs) but uh i would i would win with a considerable margin and then i'd be like good game and that probably sets some people off (laughs) not trying to fuck sorry so, guys yeah so anyway i've had a demonic presence in, my, presence in my house from playing games with magic nor reading books with magic nor mm-hmm. watching movies with magic never happened not once okay the last one that we have up for you guys is mr glenn beck who uh <laughs> just wait turn up if i turn the volume off are you gonna endorse again no 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 I was, I actually said to my wife, my wife, a year ago, I want to pray on it because maybe in 2020, 2024, maybe I'll run for something. I'll finish my career. No, no, no. This is a year ago. Okay. 2024. (laughs) Maybe I'll run. Not necessarily for president. I don't know. Right. I want to prepare myself to be worthy enough to run. Oh my gosh. Dana, not only would I not run, I will never endorse. I won't be around it. It's a cesspool. It's an absolute cesspool. You're just now figuring this out? just now figuring this out as you've been pouring shit into the cesspool for like the last 10 years? Yeah, no, you you are part of the problem. He's the guy that has the hose hooked up to his mouth that is just spewing straight bullshit into the septic tank of politics over the last 10 years. Oh, yeah, no, he's been... part of the problem uh no but politics is a nasty dirty game even on mm. like one like even within a party like in dirty in dirty i'm not saying the politicians themselves like that's <laughs> no, not what but the fights yeah, are no. the fights are dirty yeah, as shit yeah. <laughs> well it's just the, just the inner working like okay think of every shitty office politics thing that you've seen think of every time you've seen somebody who just makes the right friend gets a promotion when they totally don't deserve it Think of everyone who's been like done something wrong, and then their superior like lets them off. Um, that's politics mm-hmm. constantly. You think you have friends? You yeah. don't have fucking friends, okay? Yeah. You got people who think they can get something out of you. Yep. Uh, you think that you are working with honest people? No. Like, watch your back for everyone involved mm-hmm. in politics. You don't have but friends. That's you know. the reality. <laughs> and this is within a singular campaign. I mean, just eh. you wanna know how shit gets leaked? It's because politics is a dirty fucking game. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's and 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 that cynical approach is healthy to have. Okay? 
because that makes us look at the candidates and go, hey, maybe we need to forgive them a little bit because the mm-hmm. game they're playing, and if they're being ethical, like if they're if we're looking at them and going, okay, oh, that's that's ethical as shit, like, or that you're you're like they did this thing and I'm not happy for versus holy fuck balls. They didn't outright break <laughs> the law. Like, like that, that's what we're looking at here. It, it is a dirty fucking game. So when we have somebody who maybe they made some bad decisions, but overall their career <laughs> has been <laughs> an outstanding example of progressiveness and accomplishments, but they've definitely made some wrong decisions or maybe made some compromises that you weren't fond of. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and also having Glenn Beck run for a political office. Mm, oh, no. God. Nope. Not likely. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's, gonna. He's setting this up to be like, I'm gonna be the F. He's and w- when he does that, I'm gonna bring up the <laughs> get off my phone, you little pinhead thing that he did <laughs> where he just went off on a fucking caller. I'm just gonna keep playing yes. that. Someone that did a remix of it where like they made a song out of it. Get off my phone. Get off my phone. fucking glenn beck okay we're gonna jump into our next break and we're gonna finish off the show so hang on we'll be right back robert and tom combine to create the dynamic Dynamic duo duo of obscure obscure secular secular media With their trusty sidekick and unpaid intern, Kerry, Robert and Tom bring you secular news you may have missed. Powers, activate! Join us weekly for Tom's Yak to the Past or Robert's Mr. Potter Award, but stay for the yakking. You can find us at secularyakking.com or subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcast feed of choice. Okay, so we're going to finish off the show and do our highs and lows for the week, or maybe just highs, depending on what you guys are in the mood for. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and kick it off with my high point for the week. And uh, my my oldest kid had their birthday this weekend. And fuck, I'm getting old. But at the same time, it, it was a lot of fun. I was I was glad that she's now having those parties where you don't have to have adult involvement the whole fucking time. <laughs> so it's like you can invite their little friends over and then they can just do their little kid thing and run around and play and stuff like that. and. But uh, another high point is going to be I got a barbecue coming up this upcoming weekend. That's going. I'm yeah, really looking know. forward to that. Yeah. Uh, low point for me, and it's not so much like I feel bad or anything like that. But as I was uh, setting up to record tonight, uh, somebody in my family they had a felon hiding out in their like woodshed behind their house. The fuck. Yeah, and the the police in the local area were converging and trying to get SWAT into the place and trying to find the guy, and so it's it's been a really weird fucking day where it's like we had to get a couple of people in the family that are law enforcement officers to go over there and check things out, and it's it's sad to me that that somebody would fucking scare the daylights out of like the the older people in my family and do that shit, and I, that brings me down big time is when. You know, nothing happened, thank goodness, but at the same time, it's like, like, how somebody that's a felon could have come around and fucked with people that are in their 70s, almost octogenarian people, and they wouldn't have been able to do anything about it, and it's just, like, bugs the shit out of me. But anyway, it's weird, and another low point, this is the real one, working grave shift for, like, a week straight is Uh. bullshit. (laughs) It's okay if you got a couple of days off in between. No, no, mm-hmm. I'm working straight. Like I think nine days is what I'm doing all together. That's oh, cool. Oh, shit. 
dude i just got my first week like full weekend off in like three weeks i know the feeling now i haven't done graves thank goodness yeah. <laughs> but yeah no when you're working just consecutive days it's fucking exhausting it gets to become your everything and you're like yeah you and you and do you, have you done the mm-hmm. thing where you're not sure if you dreamt something or if it was real yeah I'll be oh, doing. I'll God. be doing that when I go into the grave shift here in a few. <laughs> deal yeah. with all that bullshit. Like where you're like, wait, was this a real conversation or did we dream? Did I dream this? Like yeah. I've actually had that conversation multiple times. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I feel bad because my family's suffering because because it, it's like, uh, when when you're working graves like in the middle of a work week, it's not a big deal because everybody's got their own schedules and things are going on. But when it happens on the weekend, it's like I feel like I'm missing a huge chunk of my my life. <laughs> it's Absolutely. like it's so weird. But anyway, that's it for me. What about you guys? Um, high point, I took uh, the fellas kiddo to the the dinosaur museum at Thanksgiving Point. Mm, that's a fun one. Uh, it's a good one. It, it's it's great, except for they mm-hmm. will not mention the word evolution. They yeah. say, yeah, this that's one a bit is a the ancestor of this one, right? Like, they mm-hmm. hate evolution because it's scientists who put this together still. So, like, they have to, like, work it in. But mm-hmm. they won't actually use the word evolved. Um, but he's, he's, he's still really young. You know, he's almost four. And uh, so he didn't give a shit. But I used that word a lot around him. And I, <laughs> yeah. and I, and I told his dad, which is, you know, obviously, William's like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but uh, so William, he was in a wedding yesterday and and i went to the wedding with him but he was in it so we had to go to the rehearsal on friday so i took so instead of like trying to like actively entertain the kid i was like i'll just take him to the museum and he was like okay (laughs) like (laughs) so we went and looked at dinosaurs and he just like ran around being crazy the whole time you know like he does yeah it's like empty it's empty it's 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 a friday afternoon an hour before close and he's just running and i'm like okay (laughs) he was he was was perfectly good and he was fun storming the castle (laughs) yeah well i mean i was with him he never like left my line of sight or anything uh but he was just he was like and look at that one Ah, this one and then they go run like telling himself stories about the dinosaurs (laughs) and i'm like yeah (laughs) <laughs> go you <laughs> and uh he he spent he, he was really enamored with the computer game that they had there where he could color his own dinosaurs and he goes were t-rexes red and i go actually nobody knows what color they were and he goes okay hey, it's red but <laughs> like, they, but they're they're studying current bird feathers right now using x-rays and stuff and they're finding out the <laughs> way I said you can do whatever you want because nobody knows. He's like, okay, like and he just starts coloring. That's like it's, it's basically paint. It was MS Paint. And, yeah. uh I just think it's, it's cool that science is on the verge of being able to tell us what color dinosaurs were. I would be amazing. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, and they were like feather. Yeah, many of them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but no, it was it was, it was a lot of fun, and he turned a big turtle, and then we get to the room. Where they've got the megalodon, you know, the giant shark, mm-hmm. like like afraid at first. He was like, "It's a big shark." Well, he, there was they have a fish tank in that room. It's just got like regular fish in it. Yeah, I am. I'm not using a name, and <laughs> and um, there's like regular fish in there, and like there's there's a there's a woman there from the museum. And she's like, 
know what they eat? And he goes, no. She goes, goldfish. He goes, oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he turns around and there's a giant shark. He's like, <gasps> like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Can I go near it? I'm like, it's okay. You can go see it. It's fake. And he's like, really? I go, yes, really. So he goes up to it and he's like staring at it. I get pictures. I go, turn around, smile. Like, I take pictures. And then just his style. So we get to the end and there's like, uh, there's a paleontology room where you can like, the kids can dig in sand and dig up dinosaur bones. And, and he finds this girl because he is, he is his father's son and he is so straight. <laughs> I'm not like, he's so, so straight. We're girlfriends that I ever have. <laughs> he's just so straight. And he's, um, this, he's he's over there doing his own thing at first, and he finds his own dinosaur bone, and he's having a great time. And she goes, "We found this one. Will you come help me dig it up?" And she's like this like boss little chick. Because her dad called her bossy, and I go, "No, that's leadership skills." And <laughs> he goes, "Okay." <laughs> and he goes over there, and then he followed her around until we had to leave. It was so cute. I was cracking me up. And then we're leaving. <laughs> Uh, I talked to him about how the dinosaurs died and meteor, and so uh, when we're leaving, and she, the little girl, actually reinforced this. She's she kept telling the story over and over again, and uh, it was it was so stinking cute. So we're leaving and I go, how did the dinosaurs die? And he goes, there was a rock from the sky and it hit the earth and then it made the earth cold and they all died. And I go, and what was the rock called? Meteor. Made <laughs> me so happy. <laughs> And I did, I did say the word evolve several times throughout it. He was not paying attention, but I do want him to know that's a word that's not bad. So. Oh yeah. And Aaron Ross newest book, the, the, what is it? The foundational flaws of creation science or whatever it is. He has a book that just came out and it's the, the whole shebang. He did a whole video series on this and he's been working on this book for a long time. <laughs> anyway, go check that out. So, uh, the low foundational was... falsehoods of creationism. Sorry. I just remembered there, it. Okay. Little... There it is. So low point, um, I got my period this week and it's really painful and it sucks, but it's done. Yay. Um, (laughs) Like, I, you know, there are some women who like want to have, and I'm not necessarily against this, the rah, rah, yeah, period. Um, you know, I'm going to be honest. No, they fucking suck. They suck so bad. I've looked into the side effects of hormonal birth control though. And I don't feel like those are worth it for me. I'm not, uh, some women have great experiences on hormonal birth, hormonal birth control and they love it. My experience has not been that. And uh, my experience has been perfectly normal. Some women experience that. Um, it, it just, it just, I, I can't do it. So I'm on non-hormonal birth control and uh, an IUD. I'm gonna be, I, let's be honest. I, I have an IUD and uh, <laughs> we know. And it, it, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I want to keep reinforcing normalization of the stuff. Oh, anyway, yeah. So, uh, it just, it, it makes them more painful, still worth it. It's just, I always had painful periods and it makes it more painful and it's so fucking exhausting <laughs> trying to keep dealing with it and they suck. And I, yeah, great femininity, woo, womanhood. Um, no, no periods, suck. <laughs> periods suck. That's just it. <laughs> All right, Kyle, what about you, man? I, uh, it was a really busy work week so not a lot not i i did (laughs) i did i did it it it's not pretty 
not not pretty down there at all. Heavy flow. They <laughs> <laughs> hurt. Uh, no, it's hurt. <laughs> Hashtag menstruation sucks. It does. It does. Can we just? Yeah. We not making a t-shirt for that I, one. I Sorry, guys. Can, I think no. we can agree. Yeah. Uh, it was it was it was a really just, you know, really kind of shitty busy week at work. Like yeah. the last week of September always is. Every fucking year. Yeah. Um <laughs> So, I guess I guess my high point is I I got to kind of force my way into just sitting and watching Luke Cage Hooray! Friday night and Oh, it's good. Most of Saturday. Oh, it's so, so good. Okay. It is so, so good. It's such... It's so... It's awesome to see uh, such a, a high-quality mainstream show that has... Not not just has an almost all-black cast. There's like three white people in, the, in that show. Makes me there, want but, for black the Black Panther movie to come out sooner. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what, oh, yeah. Uh, what three white people? Because I have seen Latino. Well, he's, he's almost well, done. He's yeah. already done. So oh, okay. he, yeah. might, he might be spoiling something yeah. if we says so. Like Rosario well, Dawson ain't white. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, there's there's a lot. There's, there's, there's a lot of Hispanic and Asian. But yeah, there's like three white people in the whole freaking show. Bending, which, you know, which is kind of which is awesome. What I loved about it was the nuanced approach to the real lives of many Black Americans, where they they live in these neighborhoods that and, and it's there's not no their escape fault. from. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's not their fault. And there are good people trying to make some to to make progress in these neighborhoods in mm-hmm. in legitimate ways, but many of them feel trapped, and they that many of them turn to. Uh, crime because there's no other options and it, mm-hmm. it, it just no it was it was beautifully nuanced and then they also the yeah. the exemplification of black history and black art which we need to start acknowledging is american oh, yeah. well I, oh, yeah i particularly like it not only because i think luke cage was the best thing to come out of jessica jones i'm sorry i i like jessica jones but he was <laughs> the best part of that series i thought besides no, david Tennant. No, besides david Tennant. no no, no. <laughs> jessica jones herself i'm sorry Abuse survivor here. Abuse survivor. <laughs> Her story was so goddamn vindicating. It felt so. The story good. was good, but the effects with her powers were shit. <laughs> the the jump cut. I, I watch stuff as a cinematographer. I watch as like, oh look, another jump cut to another magically breaking lock. You know, I'm just like, god damn it, another jump cut for her going <laughs> like this and hopping up, and the next thing you know. Going back down on top of something else, I'm like, oh come on, guys! At least I like this one. <laughs> I no, do. I'm sorry. It I was do. the emotional journey they for figured... the survivor that was so goddamn good. It was the story itself. It was ah. Uh, but anyway, and the abuse survivor coming back and 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 Luke fighting Cage and is... addressing it. Oh, it was vindicating. The... It felt so good. It and was. I know super it was good. Funny. The the but thing I, like, I like so far that's how mythology works. That's what we do. The with thing mythology. I like about Luke Cage so far is that every shot that I've seen in it has been fucking beautiful. You know, Absolutely. oh no, it is. Oh like, yeah, the, like there's it's- one scene uh, episode, I think episode two, where um the main bad guy. Not going to give anybody any spoilers or anything, but he's mm-hmm. he's standing in front of a poster of uh, Notorious oh, yeah. B.I.G. And, oh yeah, yeah. No, that's that's not giving anything away. And then that's when he, the he he steps forward 
to frame himself like as the guy wearing the crown instead of big i'm like that was mm-hmm. fucking brilliant you <laughs> know like whoever oh, set that shot up a lot of imagery that i've noticed oh. in that show that is brilliant and i hope and the music makes, is fucking uh, amazing because, too like let's be honest jessica jones was kind of an experiment in this expanded marvel universe yeah they didn't and, know how it was going to turn out yeah yeah like so they, it was a bit of an experiment it was lower budget than luke cage has gotten and i'm sure the yeah. second jessica mm-hmm. jones is going to step that up a bit yeah I can um, hope. <laughs> but uh yeah, I like hope. the film noirness of it. I really like that. But <laughs> oh, I love that film noir, the detective. Anyway, oh. we're walking all over Kyle's shit. <laughs> okay. Oh no, you're fine. You guys are talking about Luke Cage. I'm fine. Yeah, that's, we can go for an cool. hour on that. <laughs> we probably could. We probably could. Um, it's a series of very you you re- you need to watch the whole thing. By the time you get to the end, the subtleties that you got in the beginning, they're not so subtle at the end. Nah. They're not so subtle in the end. You you have people flat out saying, well, if you didn't do anything wrong, why are you running from the cops? He's like, are you oh, fucking shit. kidding me? <laughs> yeah. like, um, he's he's a black guy. Why yeah. do you think he's running from the cops? Um, I actually would love to... Uh, one one note of symbolism that I, I thought was brilliant was the cop in the prison. This isn't giving anything away. This is just mm-hmm. symbolism. There's a cop in the prison, and they placed his... Okay, I... <laughs> They placed his his rank right on his neck, and they part his hair in a certain way. I was like, they made him look like a Nazi. Yeah, they made him look like a Nazi. It was it, and 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 I'm not. That's not to discredit. Like I was, I caught the symbolism that they were going for. It was it, brilliant. Yeah. It was very very awesome. very good visually. Oh yes, no, it was action. Mm-hmm. So we're done now, X. That made, me, that made me happy. Oh, good. I can come back to the show. Hi. <laughs> you can come back. Yeah. It I, made me I haven't very had a chance happy. to watch it very much. So, um, what, was that it, Kyle? Are you good? You got yeah, no, that's it. I'm, I'm good. Other okay. than the fact that I no longer have Luke Cage to watch. So I'm sad now about that. So what's, what's next? Is it Daredevil <laughs> 3 or is it Iron Fist next or is it? Iron Fist. I, I believe Iron Fist is next. And then they're, I think they're doing Defenders after that. Yeah. Defenders and Jessica Jones season Jessica two, Jones and then Daredevil season. three, yeah. and then yeah, and then and then Defenders, yeah, hmm. yay, good it's, shows on Netflix. They're all gonna be back together. That was, so many that, goddamn good shows, and Supergirl's back on mm-hmm. CW this week. Yeah, <laughs> I never loved it. Ah, I love that show. <laughs> I did not love it. I love the of it. More importantly, my kids love it. So. <laughs> Anyway, that does it for us this week. Uh, we're off to go. I'm off to go record the secret patron show. I gotta let the I gotta cut these two guys loose. Uh, we're nearly at the one year anniversary doing the special patron show. I have to take a second to thank you guys all for your support. Uh, whether you're one of the few, the proud. Wait, this is not the outro. I'm a dummy. How about that? So, uh, we're headed to record the secret patron show. I'm headed to go do that. Yeah, I already said that stupid shit, which I know a lot of you are checking out and hope you're enjoying it. But keep in mind that those are a little over six months old. If you want to hear the real current stuff, all it takes is a buck a week. Uh, to contribute via patreon.com slash Utah Outcasts. Uh, we should have a special episode for you guys coming up here pretty soon. I, I am, I am scripting the, the Ray Comfort thing. God damn it. Ugh, ugh, I hate this man. I'm in the We're middle of doing that. We're looking forward so. to that. Yeah. So I haven't decided. Yeah. What, what kind of format we're going to bring that to you and probably probably mixed format like, like like we always do anyway uh, check us out you can hit us up on all our preferred social media empire through comments on YouTube voicemail text email you guys know how to get in touch with us Any, anyway thanks again to Felicia and Kyle for joining me this week but this is the part when we must say to y'all that the outcast will catch you again next week with a brand new episode but until then you're welcome
Fun week. Good night, everybody. son to be turned into a prancing dandy who despises masculinity and suppresses the testosterone fog that god and nature hardwired him to dwell in 
and send him to Duke University. The Duke, <laughs> the Duke Men's Project, which should be renamed the Duke Make Men Pussies Project, was launched this month. Guess who's, guess who's hosting? Well, if you guess the campus's Women's Center, then pat yourself on the back. You guessed it right. What could go wrong, eh? This 10-week festival fueled by Miss Sandry, male-identified students will be shamed away from supposed male privileges, patriarchy, and language of dominance. In other words, they will be re-educated to become little tinkerpots with a penis. Oh, wow. Okay. Just the sort of fair cupcakes that Hillary, gnarly feminist, and radical Islam. If anyone's guilty of hypermasculinity, it's radical Islam. They're terrified <laughs> of women killing them. Radical Islam, Islam would love for males to morph into because they're so easy to control. How quaint. Here's, here it is for this straight, here it is straight from the moron's mouth. Dipro uh, Baumik, who is, is on the leadership team, said the goal of Duke's Men Project is for male students to critique and analyze their own masculinity and toxic masculinities to create healthier ones, healthier masculinities. You know, identifying as men, 